Okay, I want to give you a little trigger warning. We are about to um, unpick themes around misogyny, red pill, black pill, inceldom, violence, abuse, femicide, homicide, murder, all them things there. Mm. That's where we're about to go to. So... If these things are triggering, just the buzzwords I've used, if they are triggering, this is not the episode for you. If you can stomach this conversation, continue to listen. If it triggers you at any point, please just click off. Wagwan peeps, it's Venom, what you saying? Alongside my home slice, dammy to the zane. When she and I get together on the poddy, ask anybody, the vibes are insane. Join our family and feel free to come by. Be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. Need drop on the way every Monday at 6. Tune in and come see what we unpick. <laughs> dammy Zane. Yeah. Uh-uh. Are you ready? The, the question is just... The women what? saying my name, Tammy Zane. Okay. Because I haven't said it in a while. Sorry. In a while. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, so we got, um, would you rather be able to speak all languages whilst being unable to write or read? Or would you rather be a master writer but be unable to, to communicate verbally? Writer. You'd be you want to be a master writer with being unable to speak. Yeah, obviously to po- anyone. Yeah, podcast will end, but it's okay. I'll be a writer. You'd be a writer. Yeah. Okay. You lot don't need to hear my voice all the time. You'd rather be a writer than be able to speak every single language on earth. Yeah. But no. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one. Would you rather be? Did I write this mad? Right. Would you rather everybody be able to read everybody else's minds so everyone is a mind reader or nobody can lie? No one can lie. Okay. Last but not least, would you rather all food taste like your favorite foods with the exception that the nutritional value is nil? Or all food is healthy, it's good for you, but it tastes like your least favourite food. In order for it to be my least favourite food, I still got to like it somewhat. It's on a scale of... Yeah, because you didn't say... I like this, you didn't say I do food, not... You didn't say food that I don't like, you said least favourite. Yeah, least, least favourite. Yeah, so that means I still like mm-hmm. it, it's just not my favourite. Yeah, it's your least favourite. That's favorite. fine. All healthy, but it's my least mm-hmm. favourite, that's fine. Because it's still a favourite, it's just my least She'll get. Okay. Anyway, let's introduce ourselves to the people then. Mm. I'm going to hand the hand over to you. The button I, over. Yeah, okay. because I did the intro last time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hello, people. Wagwan. Hi. This is the Unpicked Podcast brought to you by myself, the one they call Venom, and my home slice, the one they call Dami to the Zane. It's a weekly show. We chat all things... From the black perspective, the black experience, with that je ne sais quoi. I don't know what that is in Nigerian slash Trini slash UK, but the vim, I guess. The little, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I'm just gonna say a little something, something. That's all it is. Just a little. Yeah, something, the little something, something. The spice, you know Scotch bonnet. You know. The spice, the Scotch bonnet. The tomato puree to your love. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 
That's good. <laughs> the tomato puree to the jello. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I would have thought it was like the maybe the Maggie. The you know? Maggie. The, 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 uh, yeah. The, the, you know what I mean? The Maggie. You don't see the Maggie. The Maggie's in there, it's but there, you know what you I mean? See yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it nice. Exactly. Without the Maggie, what is it? It's just then tomorrow just and like, rice. Wow. Tomorrow and rice. Okay. Now it's, in, now it's an Italian dish, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. But that Maggie takes you to the next no one anyway. Uh, no, no key, offense for the Italians. No offense. Low-key bland in comparison, but no, no, no offense. <laughs> no offense. Low-key, if you, if you put red stew on pizza, pizza will actually bang. If you put red stew on pasta, it's not bolognese. It's different. It's hitting the... In fact, Nigerians already do it, but that's our next... Another conversation. Sorry, yo. Um, so we're here on YouTube, we're on Spotify, all the other streaming platforms are also on Instagram. So if you want to follow us, you can follow us literally anywhere, taking our content anywhere. Please leave likes and reviews so that we know what Guan. Damn it, what's Guanning? What's good? What have we hoods. seen? What's 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 on the radar? Oh, we're going for have you seen? All right, cool. Mm-mm-mm. What have I seen? I've not seen much. I'm not gonna lie. I've only got two things on my uh, on my list. Go for it, because me, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've not really seen anything that's like it's been a dead week. Banter-worthy. I think recently it's been dead. It's, generally, yeah, nothing banter worthy. Everything's been too serious. Mm. So okay, go on. Um, right. So this was a random one, mm. but uh, I'll throw it in there because I did save it. It was that in in a few years. There was no specifics. There were doctors' names, but I ain't above all of that. But in a few years, it will be normal from that point onwards for people to live to at least 120, but realistically to live to 150 and beyond because of stem cell research and stem cell treatment that humans will be able to receive mm. in a few years. Mm. Um, however, because we're already grown... They say if you're in your 30s, it's less likely that you'll be able to see those ages unless you're already living a healthy lifestyle. Because it is a damn lies. I'm living to the, 200. The, the treatment. It's a damn lie. I'm living <laughs> to 200. Did you beat? That's what I wanted to so say. I wanted I'm to say, my, like, how do you feel fa- about it? No, 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 no. Not because you're in your 30s. Not because you're in your 30s. Because you haven't been receiving the, the treatment before your 30s. And you must have. You must be living a healthy life yeah, at this point. No, you God, have to be. No, God, God is in control of my stem cells. So for that reason... Do you want to be living to 150, I'm though? And I'm going to be a baddie at the same time as well. Wow. I'm going to be 150, this... 150 looking like I'm 60. Nah. Okay, maybe eight, maybe 80. <laughs> maybe 80. Is it... So you, so you do... You are here for this? I'm here for it. Along with the working to 120. You said working. You never said that. Who said that? I did. I, I said, said people. Said I said that? people. Maybe I hadn't said it yet. Yeah. But it's part of it. It's part of it. Is people will be expected to work till around about 120. Paying tax till be, I'm 120. And, and the the life expectancy will be 150 and beyond. What if I'm an entrepreneur? And I retire, you can be and I you retire like. early. You can be whatever you like. Cool. I mean, I think early retirement only works based on, you know, I mean, age. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, oh, you have got enough gas in the tank for thirty years, so people m- might retire. But that might be a hundred years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what would have been thirty years for our entrepreneurs? Yeah, because if you, yeah, because if you. you retire at sixty-five and you live to one hundred and fifty, yeah, that's damn near a hundred years. That's a hundred years. And people who are entrepreneurs who retire early, they're talking about forty. 
So what you you do that for 110 years on investments? I don't think it's gonna be realistic. It's time for I'm not me saying to it's get, not realistic. It's time for me to get a sugar daddy when I'm 65. I think you want a couple because that's lifetimes. Because I have you one know? that's already. Well, you need one now? It's the plan. He's got the it's, billions right now. It's the plan. It's the plan. I'll be 65 yet, and I'll be looking for a zaddy. Mm. He's like 100, and another one that's 110, another one 120, 130, 140, one that is 149, ready to kick bucket, and he'll put me on the wheel. And that's me done. So every 10 years, you're just getting a new income? No, 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 no. It's not every 10 years I'm getting a new income. I'm multiple streams of income different ages different zaddies oh yeah but sorry the way i saw it was they're all putting you, you on the wheel, to... so then they die in 10 no, years i'm not waiting for, I'm not years, waiting they... for death they're gonna okay, like they're funding okay. my lifestyle do you get it right yeah i didn't get to do baby Just girl remember my, them i didn't zaddies. get to do i didn't get to do baby girl in my youth in it technically you're mm. st- i'll still be young then technically if i've reached half of my lifetime and then i'm getting sugar z- zaddy yeah, I don't know, boy. I don't know. I don't know how this will stem the age cells of con- will, will be age of, Will the age of consent change? No, that's crazy. Highly doubt it. Oh my god, that's a lot of years of. Se- I mean, why would it? Why would it change though? It's a lot of years of sex, depending on when you started. Interesting. But what if you're if you're um if you're living till now 150? What people should stay virgins until they're 35? I think they should think about increasing the age of consent if you're till what. <laughs> <laughs> no, hit me with it. Hit me with it. Thirty. Nah, two. That's what? <laughs> what? What? Twenty-five. Even you couldn't say that with chess. Hell no. Twenty-five. Ridiculous. Twenty-five. Hell no. Ridiculous. That's doable. Ridiculous. Twenty-five. I mean, when I tell you, yeah. if you don't edit this out, the streets were gonna be at your neck. Uh, what? Obviously, this 25. is twenty-five. Obviously, this is banter. Obviously, this is banter. Twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. I waited till I was 25. Yeah, that's, I mean... I didn't die. That's your That's your business. That's I didn't your business. Die. Yeah, but Yeah, but the whole world around you wasn't waiting. That's, their, that's, that's why their you didn't problem. die. They should have been. If, if, nah, but if the whole world around you was waiting, it would be a very different world. Be a very different world. You think so? If everyone waited till 25, yeah. but yeah. lived to 150? Yeah. 20, 25 years of your life is nothing when you've got... How many, how many, how many... Um, it's not even a quarter uh, of your I life. Even know the, I don't even know the name of the shows. Babies at 16. How many babies at 16 and, and, and there's before? Yeah, the but underage, underage. Those are flukes. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are the anomalies to society. Those are not the norm. If the norm, no, but if the norm was a... 25, we're talking because we know what life was like when the age of consent was 16. Mm-hmm. They'll one once all of us have eventually like we would have already started having sex. We'll be over twenty five, so we don't have no business being upset because we're already over that age and we're already we're already getting nah, in. That's mad. Do you understand that's me? Mad. That's so mad. So it it's doesn't impossible. matter. It doesn't matter to us. It doesn't matter to us because we've already we've already passed that age. It's the ones behind behind. But what do they know? What's twenty five years in the grand scheme of things? Twenty five out of one hundred and fifty years. Come on now. Come yeah, that's now. when you're looking at the upper, but that's artificial living anyway. It doesn't change, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay, what your okay, body okay, urges okay, okay, are. Okay, okay, 21. I'm not adverse to 21. 21. I think it should be eight. I think it should be 18. I think it should be 21. Is that is that not what it is in America? Or am I dying? No, that's for drinking. Oh. Not sex. 
You think he should be 21? 21. 21 for two consenting people to have sex. 21 should be the age of consent. Nah, it's still too too, too old for me. 21. The reason why I say that is because I feel like... I don't even want to get. I don't even want to get too serious about this, but I feel like below twenty one, you think you know, but you have no idea. Yeah, but I think I if both think, parties are below twenty one, I, I don't think it's bad. If one is older, my, my, I understand. My my rationale remains the same, even if both are under twenty one. You think you know, but you've got no idea. Hmm. That's nah, what I think. I, yeah, I think I it, think that I think, if you're thinking about when you start bringing age gap into it and older people, yeah. I think that will happen mm-hmm. anyway. That will happen regardless of what the age of consent is. Even if you brought the age up to no, 35, no, I, people I, will still people still be messing with young people if that's what people they're into. People still do their business, yeah. So it doesn't but there's nothing in law that there's nothing in law that makes it a problem now. Whereas I think if it was in law that if you're over the age of 21 mm-hmm. and you want to engage in in sex with someone who because right now if mm-hmm. someone's 16 mm-hmm. which is the law mm-hmm. and you're 21 it's fine but i think after that point if you're older that's than why 21, it should be 21 i think 18 but yeah we move i think 21 21 is a whole five years nah that's a lot man it's not it's, it's actually just three years what, three years? From the age of 18. Yeah, but the current is 16. Yeah, but you're saying you think it should be 18 and I'm telling you 21. Yeah. Yeah. So from the age that you think to the age I think, it's only three years disparity. It's not that deep. Between the ages, but and not I think, between. And yeah, I think, mine and is I think two years mat- And I think the- maturity, I think the maturity is vastly different between 18 and, tw- and 21. Talk is of 16 and 21. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so 21. Yeah. The reason why I feel like a lot of guys will not like that is because they don't mm. like the idea that if it was 21, well, that rocking with 18 and 19 year olds, 20 year olds. Do you think a lot of guys do that? Do I think a lot of guys rock with girls in that age group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I was in school, it was, it was, you, you weren't the it girl. If you didn't have a ma- an older boyfriend that was in his big, tw- yeah, that yeah, was in yeah, his twenties, yeah. because he was the one that was driving everyone around, he was the one that was taking mm. you look from one end to another. You believed you were more mature because your man was older and stuff like mm. that. And then you grow up and you look back and you go, "Damn, I was groomed and I had no idea." Yeah, but and I don't, even at the age of even at the, the age of, even at the age of twenty, no, it's still a thing. It's still a thing. But yeah, 21. Anyway. Mm, okay. Yeah, I've said my plan. I've said what my plan is. You, you said your turn. You I planned out your zaddy. At 35, at 65. And then sugar granny. And then for the next for the next hundred years um, to 80 to 100 years, you're just. Yeah, I'm living that life. Why what is that life? Why ain't that gonna get boring after a hundred no, years? No, it's not of it? because I've got different. I've got different people that I'm enjoying my life with. Do you get it? 
And why are you picking these old, old, old ass men? Like you're 65 and you're picking a man that's 100 and... Because women tend to go for older men for money. It's very rare that a, a younger woman is dating an older man because she actually, she actually loves him. She loves him for what she can get from him because he's more likely okay. to have it. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to play the same game. I never got to when I was young. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. So mm-hmm. that would be my time now. Okay, I'm going to date the older guys because they're more likely to have made it. They're more likely to have the money and they'll be able to give me what I want. The ones around my age, they too, they're fighting for, fighting to work till, fighting to find a way to get out of working till 120. So yeah. let me go for older because he's more likely to have the money. He'll be established. Do you get it? Towards the end of his life. He's lived, all, he's lived it all. He's not necessarily going to be sexy though. So I don't really care about that. I'll probably still have a guy around my age that I'm actually taking a little bit more seriously. But the older ones, I'll just be, yeah, spend your money on me, zaddy. Why not? Hmm. That's what the younger girls do. So me too, I want a piece of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What would you do? Definitely not that. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm living till... So I'm living to, I mean, to be fair, I don't know if I'd want to live to 150. Part of me is like, if I could live forever, would I? And I think I kind of would, but I feel like the Mm. lifestyle that we have, Mm, just mm, extending mm. your life like that much, Mm, mm, mm. hasn't, haven't been able to like really understand what does that look like? Mm. Um, and the next one was a really weird one. So, do you know the rapper Nines? Yeah. Did you see any videos of about him recently? No. No. Mm-mm. So I think it's either his album launch or single launch, but he did like some promo in um I don't even know the area. It kind of looked like Brick Lane, but it probably wasn't. But he was doing some promo off the back of releasing a single on a Friday, and then the van was driving around. Kids were following it, chasing it. And they were like hyping up whatever the single was and also throwing out. And I, I, I saw it and I said, I swear down, that's not weed. But they were throwing weed okay. into the crowd. Okay. Um, which garnered a lot of polarized attention online because obviously he went to prison not too long ago for drug charges. Mm. And... Um, and essentially his fans are all young, impressionable teenagers mm-hmm. and they're running to support him and they're throwing weed at them, which is an illegal drug. Obviously everyone's in hysterics. They're getting mad. They're having a great time. They're picking it up. People are planning to smoke it, whatever, but yeah. How you feel? Definitely not good about that. Definitely not good about that. You're basically throwing drugs at kids. Like, imagine if some of them are just fans, but and they love the lifestyle, but You'd don't live it. You'd be surprised how many of these younger smoke nowadays. I'm not surprised. I was young so, myself, even though I didn't smoke. Yeah, we we were different young. Let's not compare our young to mm-hmm. these. Well, to these <laughs> lots young. These lot are doing things that I hadn't even I didn't even know was possible till I became like a late teenager mid to late teenager Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. lot are doing it way sooner Mm -hmm. so we're looking at them through the lens of this is what i considered childhood to be for me 
No, understanding their childhood is not childhood. <laughs> so uh, no, no, that's and that's fair. I'm not even really looking at them though. I'm looking at him, the responsible adult, who's only promoting a music career. You know, this is not ad- like just because he's older in age doesn't mean he's responsible. No, it means he needs to be. Yeah, the responsible adult is not. It's not an accolade I'm giving him. It's a title that he has to. That yeah, he has to. I agree fulfill. with that. I agree with that. So him being the responsible adult. Throwing drugs at kids or strangers, it's not acceptable. It's not, it's not, it's not a responsible thing to do. But it doesn't mean. in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, at all. But I'm not expecting him to be responsible. Oh, no, no. I am expecting him to be responsible based on what you said about what he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But me putting my realist hat on, I'm also not expecting him to be responsible because common sense is not common. And age doesn't automatically mean that you'll be responsible. Mm. So that's, that's that on that for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Doesn't he have a team that would have come up with? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's not if you if you see so, the video, so it's not it's just very organized. So, yeah, so it's not just him, is it? He's got a no, whole no, team no. that would have planned out how they're going to publicize the release of this new music or whatever project he's doing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that is the idea they came up with. That tells you it's not just him; it's a whole production team. Mm-hmm. I thought it was acceptable. Not one person, not even the, someone from their legal team, maybe would have been like, mm, "I don't know if this is mm. acceptable." Like, if you're gonna throw anything out, throw out condoms. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, like maybe, no even, maybe even vapes. Even though they're just as bad even as the, yeah, because vapes are vapes are legal. Even though I've been like, mean? "Yeah, that's but that's that's not." You've got ideal. a whole team. You mean to tell me none of them could have seen the problems within this? Mm. If none of them could see it, what's my own to be talking at this point? This is the this is where the world is going. Well, I think that's the issue, is that I think a lot of people just not ignore it, but leave it because, uh, yeah, but it, I look at it like, I think I, I work with young people, so I'm like, that potentially could be any young person that I can come across, and, and I'm doing the work that I know I'm doing, trying to make sure they're safe, giving them a space, et cetera, bestie, et cetera. And then they go outside yeah, and their favourite yeah, yeah, rapper yeah, yeah. is throwing drugs at them. Yeah, yeah, bestie, let me not lie to you. There's very little people that be about what they're talking about. And unless everybody is going to be about it, it's not going to mm. change. Mm. It's unfortunate. There are a lot of people that would have had outroar when they heard about it or saw it. How many of them are mm. really going to do something about it? I mean, what is there to to do? <laughs> people are creative enough. I'm sure there's things that could be done if people actually said, you know what? We're tired as a collective of having online outrage about these things. Mm. Mm. Let's get together and do something about it. Let's get together and start thinking about how we can make a change. No one wants to do that. Everybody wants to tweet, repost, complain, talk on podcasts, including us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, that's that's 
that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about a lot of things. But I think you're more aware of the online discourse of certain things. Hundred percent, ex-user. Not even because I'm not privy to the conversation so much. The online conversation. I think not even just Twitter across socials. Mm. We live in a very we live in a social media world now. People like to act mm. like there's there's the there's a difference between the two, but I'm starting to realize that online there's a it's depending on the platform you're on, there is an element of hiding, protecting your identity. Different levels and different ranges to that you've got people not using their their real names you've got people not using mm. their real pictures you've got people creating videos where it's faceless people distorting yeah, their voices yeah, people mm. lying about what they do for a living and creating a whole new persona online the reason why i say that there's not much difference between social media and reality is because that hidden identity gives people opportunity to speak unfiltered to create content mm unfiltered that's their true thoughts and feelings inside their mind mm. these people are walking around outside you just don't, you just can't pinpoint that that person is that person online that's all right yeah which means and i'm this is a new it's a it's a it's, a, it's an epiphany for me that i recently had in that this narrative that online is a real the only thing that's not real about online is the fact that people it's, it's people's identities. That's the only thing that is potentially not real. But the the opinions, the mindsets, the discourse is very, very real because it's so real. You could say it's more real than what is in reality because people are going online knowing there's no repercussion. They can say and do mm. what they like and there's no laws to police it. It's unfiltered. It's people's minds unfiltered. That's what we're seeing online. You understand me? So taking it back to this whole, I'm, I am more, I guess I'm more tapped into what is being said online across a number of different platforms, particularly TikTok and X, more X than anything, right? Um, and the interesting thing about, the interesting thing about X out of all of them is the fact that it's a faceless platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when people say, ah, oh, Let's disregard what is said on X, formerly Twitter, because it's just people talking. It's just written discourse. It's just, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking, oh, I mean it. This is what people genuinely think. They just know that there's no way of matching who said that to that unless you put your face on it. That is reality. People are walking, people, you sit next to people in, on public transport, you go outside, you're sitting next to people, around people that have these views, and you don't know that they wrote those views mm -hmm. online. Do you get mm -hmm. me? So that is reality. That's the world we live in now. So with that being said, people are having these conversations, but what are they really doing about it other than speaking their true thoughts online? Mm, mm. So if you're going to have these thoughts, if you're going to have this discourse, if you're not going to be about it, as in lift it Take off, action and, then mm -hmm. what is the point of this conversation, please? That's my view. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And of course, I'm whipping my own back because me too. I sometimes get involved in certain conversations but in my in my real day to day, what am I doing to 
what's what is my legacy so like further that narrative exactly yeah, yeah, so, so. other than my podcasts mm-hmm. but again you could just argue that that's just talking dummy what is that really doing do you know what i mean yeah um, yeah it's unfortunate but yeah i think you know it's very easy to have outrage for nines but people need to remember that it's not just the individual that you see it's not just the person that's fronting the brand there's a whole team mm-hmm. behind that brand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of them probably sat around the room had countless meetings and conversations about this, mm-hmm. they would have had to reach out to distributors, think about how they're going to package it. Do you know what I mean? Like so much planning goes into it. There's a whole team of people that thought this was a good idea and nobody mm-hmm. thought it's bad and everyone just carried on with it and it went through. Do you know how many mm-hmm. ideas don't even manage to materialize because somebody somewhere said, I don't know. Nobody did that. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a shame, but that's what it is, isn't it? That's the that's the reality. Mm. Okay, I want to give you a lot of trigger warning. We are about to um, unpick themes around misogyny. Let me start light. That's probably the lightest. Mm. Red pill, black pill, inceldom, violence, abuse, femicide, homicide, murder, all them things there. Mm. that's where we're about to go to. So if these things are triggering, just the buzzwords I've used, if they are triggering, this is not the episode for you. It's just not the episode for you. There's no way around it. You've got to this point of the episode. If you want to click off. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for, for tuning in. Um, And we'll see you next week with hopefully something a lot lighter. If you can stomach this conversation, continue to listen if it triggers you at any point please just click off because we don't want to be that podcast that's ruining someone's day mood whatever Mm. because of a topic that we're discussing um we made a decision to talk about it but we've had time to digest it what we're going to talk about in order for us to have this conversation. So I'm giving you the opportunity to decide to do that. You may want to click off entirely. You may want to listen to a little bit, pause, come back, whatever. It's up to you. But just so you know, this is what we're going to talk about. Um, context. People that live in England, specifically London, probably would have heard this story. As we are recording it, the story is very fresh. Everybody's feelings about it is very fresh. By the time this comes out, more of the story would have unfolded, hopefully. Um, Probably a lot of other podcasts are going to talk about it. You may or may not have seen a lot of discourse online already about it. TikTok videos, tweets, Instagram reels, whatever about it. Um, So this will not be, this may not be news to you. Those of you that are international, you may have heard it again, depending on who you subscribe to from the UK, but I'm going to give you context on what's happened. So, uh, 27th of September, 
2023, there was a stabbing. There was a 15-year-old girl in a school uniform on her way to school. She was seen with a a young boy or a young, yeah, young boy, because apparently he's 17. That's what we've I've heard so far, because he's a suspect. Um, not confirmed at this point in time that he's the one that actually did this. So yeah, it's alleged at this point. 17-year-old, apparently. Um, seen with him on a bus. There was people on the bus in Croydon. Saw them having a conversation or an altercation. Some passerbys have described it as. They get off the bus and he stabs her in the neck slash or throat, kills her. Some witnesses say that they thought that they were having an argument. They suspected maybe she broke up with him and he couldn't take the rejection. Some witnesses said he had flowers, tried to give her flowers. She weren't having it, so that's why he did it. Some said they don't know what the conversation was, but all they saw was what he did. Witnesses described that he pulled out a knife that looked like a sword or machete of some sort. Um, and yeah. This thing that happened sparked conversation discourse on X, surprise, surprise. And that's, I've given you context of the story so you can understand how we got to where we are with this, in terms of having Mm -hmm, this conversation mm -hmm. now. Because I feel like we've danced around misogyny since we've started this podcast. Patriarchy, men versus women, gender wars, Red Pill, like we've spoken about a few Red Pill um, content creators in the past, Mm. but we've never actually spoken about it like this in relation to any sort of like violence of this kind, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the context. That's the reason why we're talking about it because on X, formerly Twitter, gender wars have reached heights that I've not seen before because now people are arguing that the Red Pill creators misogyny mm-hmm. and that things alike have radicalized young boys to the point where now we're seeing more and more girls, women being killed because of said misogyny and etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. And people are calling it femicide. So yeah, that's where I'm going to start with that. I still don't know where I sit on Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. conversation. Yes, should I jump in? Please. Okay. (laughs) It's a lot. No, it is a lot. So first of all, I guess we'll say condolences to the family of the young lady involved because obviously they have lost someone there to them yeah. um, and we're obviously not sure of, of all the details so we can't even speak on that yet it's not that's not common knowledge yet mm. but for some reason yeah this this incident has has then evolved into a, a conversation online about the effects of let's say Andrew Tate 
on young men and mm. their mentality and their behavior towards women. Mm. I don't particularly feel like that is the correct direction that this should have gone in because as um as polarizing as Andrew Tate is, mm. I don't think I've ever heard him say anything that alluded to being violent, physically violent towards women, even though there's things that clearly state where he's like, you know, making the most out of, uh, um, using them basically to, to gain wealth and abusing power over them and stuff. Mm. But I think um, this conversation is very typical of society and it kind of when you get older you see this thing pan out many times in many different ways is what I'm going to describe it as because I remember when a game that I play still to this day although it's not been renewed very recently um uh Grand Theft GTA. Auto. oh yeah I thought so no, yeah yeah GTA yeah yeah GTA <laughs> and, going, and, before, yeah. and before GTA it would they made the same company made a game called Manhunt right yeah and even before that, there was Mortal Kombat and before that, there was Street Fighter, right? Every yeah. time that there's something in the in a public space um, and then a significant action happens mm. in the public space that gets sensationalized. Because what you have to remember, and literally no offense to this family or this young girl, but many people have been murdered today. Like that's one thing that we have to make abundantly clear. There's not been one murder in this country today. There've been many, statistically. It's impossible that she's the only person that's murdered today. But this is the one that had a social uh, magnetism and thus it was lifted above many others. So it's it's just how it goes. Because I just want to cut in there because I, mm-hmm. I agree in part with what you're saying, but there's certain things that I feel like... I don't agree with. Let me just call a spade a spade, right? Uh, let me make the full point then, I guess, before before okay, you... Okay, go for it. Because there's yeah. I, I, the reason why I interjected there is because there's things you're saying. Mm. I don't want to lose it. No, no, I get it. I get it. I'll, if, I, if anything, I'll but, say it right now, just because let me say the yeah, full thing so you can... Mm-mm, you know what I mean? So when there was um, this game called Manhunt in mm. the game, mm. you went and killed people in a variety of different ways. When it came out, the government everybody asked for it to be banned because it's encouraging people to to kill people in in these ways same thing as um street fighter a a little boy threw a match at his brother trying to do like a a move that is very common in the game his brother burnt to death they obviously blamed the game because it was the influencing factor but the point that i'm making is same thing as gta is these games come along as a reflection of society not the other way around and then society is them being blamed like by way of the game influencing them when actually these things are a reflection of society. Andrew Tate was a reflection of society. He was just a very small reflection or a reflection of a very small portion of society and he made his voice very big via his platform. But it's not the other way around. So to say that these people are having this massive impact on these men and thus they're behaving in this way I feel like it's not faithful to what's really happening. So what do you think? I think the men are acting this way. So, okay. So I think that when these conversations are being had, people need to be very guided when they have these conversations. 
mm-hmm. because it's very easy to look at your life and what you see in your life and apply that to the wider community and make assumptions based on that. I think I'm just going to preface what I'm saying with that. That being said, yeah, first of all, I've seen content where Andrew Tate has spoke about being violent to women. There's a really nasty one where he was talking about a woman. It started off talking about be pretty much like BDSM in the bedroom, like a woman saying, like challenging men around being dominant in the bedroom and that she can hack it or whatever, and she can do whatever. And it very quickly in that clip, he started talking about, well, I don't even need to get my penis out. How about I don't use my penis? How about I just beat you up? How about that? So <laughs> there is content out there of Andrew Tate talking about being violent towards women. So I'll just say that and put that aside, yeah? And I can send it to you offline, off off camera. I don't want to blame him, though, which is why I said when people have this conversation, they need to be guided. I don't want to say it's Andrew Tate himself. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that people understand the words that they use in terms of like people use buzzwords without actually understanding the true meaning behind the buzzwords. Right. Mm. So when this thing happened, the first thing people were saying was, ah, this is what misogyny has led to. This is what red pill content has led to. Yeah. Red pill content has led to incel them. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. People need to like, people need to like, I get it. It's heartbreaking. It's outrageous. It, the, what happened is going to lead to people feeling some type of way and therefore saying things because they feel some type of way. It's emotive, right? Mm-hmm. But people need to understand the words that they're using on both sides, both the people that are saying that they don't agree that red pill um, content creators have radicalized or have the have the ability even to radicalize young boys um, to people that are saying that it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what you said about, so I've spoken about Red, Andrew Tate talking about being violent. He has, he's spoken about it. In the case, he's currently in jail waiting to be, um, what's the word? He's, he's either waiting for a sentencing or something like that. For what I happened he in- sentence. Yeah. He's, wait, he's waiting for it. For what happened in Romania. I've read the transcripts of his interviews during that trial. Um, an investigation and the way that he speaks about women is not in a respectable way. It's not right. And at the end of the day, people can be influenced by things. Children in particular are very, 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 very susceptible to radicalization. It's a fact. Um, So, as much as I hear that these things can be a reflection of society, I think it cannot be ignored or it cannot be denied that there are a population of people that can be influenced by these things, that it can go the other way around. So for example, yeah, 
uh, speaking about the games, right? And you use an example of that boy that threw a match at... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Obviously, that's an isolated incident. But there's been studies about children playing violent games and how that's impacted or influenced how they see violence. It's desensitized mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. There's been studies about men who watch porn and how that has desensitized them to violence and things like rape culture and stuff like that. There's so many studies about it that now they've even banned, <laughs> in some universities, they've even banned people from studying it because the evidence is so big towards the argument that it's like, there's no point in studying this anymore. Like, we know that this is a mm. fact. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, we talk about, we spoke about recently hip hop music and how music has influenced young people in how they dress and how they sexualize themselves and violence and da -da -da -da, like the whole thing. So these are all examples of how these things can influence people to behave a different type of way or to see the world in a different type of way. So I say all of that to say that, yeah, Andrew Tate may be a uh just using your because you said Andrew Tate, that's the only reason why I'm mentioning him, may be a reflection of society as it is today, but there are people who are gonna look to Andrew Tate because they don't have a certain figure in their life or their predicament is a certain way. And so they are influenced by him. That's how you become radicalized. It works the same way with women who fall into the radical feminist movement. Men mm. are trash thing. They may not have experienced it themselves, but they look to certain figureheads online or they see certain things and they're able to kind of relate in some type of way to what they see. And all of a sudden that's all they see. And then that's what they genuinely inherently believe because that's what they've seen, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's very possible that that's happening with men or not men, boys. This is about boys. We're talking about mm -hmm. a 17 year old. This is not a man. This is a boy. Mm -hmm. Over the last few months, I have seen more content in relation to young boys in terms of like people, you know, when um, like content creators go on the road and they go and talk to like people, I've seen more and more content where they're going to young boys and they're asking them questions about girls and the stuff that's coming out of these boys' mouth is scary. Mm. Now, you need to remember that internet is accessible to everybody. So if we're seeing it, what do you think they're seeing? And we're old enough to, some of us, because there's grown men that fall into this, that grown women that can be radicalized. I'm not saying that adults can't be rad radicalized, but we should have the mental capacity to be able to decipher what is rational and what is, what is irrational. But some mm -hmm. of these young people can't do that in it. So I guess I sit on the line of, I don't want to scare monger. I don't want to blame one content creator. I don't want to use buzzwords and add to this outrage because it is an emo emotional time right now for those of us that have just heard about this story. Mm -hmm. I can see why that argument is being made. And I do think that content creators can influence young people to the point where they actually start to believe what they see online and then they base their lifestyle 
and their life decisions on that. For this particular case, though, just separate point, that's my response to you. But in, term, in terms mm-hmm. of this case, yeah, at this moment in time, there is no... Evidence? No. Or information? No, there's not, yeah, there's not enough information for me to conclude that this is a femicide act. Mm-hmm. And therefore, blame misogyny, red pill, black pill, whatever, in seldom, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Um, I do want to clarify some definitions because you know me and words, yeah? So I actually went and did Especially, my research. Yeah, black pill because I never heard that one too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did my research on it. So I'll start off with femicide because people are calling it femicide, right? Mm-hmm. Um, femicide is the crime of killing a woman or a girl because she is a female. So that's the sole reason. They're a girl. It's because she's a girl. That's why we're doing it, right? Um, So it's gender-based violence. And they say that typically or more frequently, it's carried out by a domestic partner, right? So going back to this particular case, based on what we know, we don't know the motive behind the murder. Because that's Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, can't call it manslaughter based on the, on how it's defined in law. So it's definitely a murder, but we don't know the mens rea, the, in, the intent behind it. We don't know it. So I can't call it a femicide as we are recording today, right now. People mm-hmm. are implying that because of what they're hearing from the bystanders that were there at the time in that they they thought that they were a couple, that she rejected him whether that is breakup or rejected the flowers or whatever sort of rejection. And his reaction to the rejection was to pull out a a, a sword-like weapon and stab her in the throat. People have made an assumption based on what they've heard from bystanders that is femicide. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah. So for me right now, as we are recording today, I have to make that clear. I I can't say that it's femicide because based on the mm. definition of it and based on what we know about the case. So that's that, right? Then misogyny, again, another word people like to throw around, but misogyny is actually hatred or prejudice against women, typically exhibited by men. So a woman can be misogynist. It's generally accepted that misogyny is a consequence of patriarchy, and the term may be applied to certain individuals as well as larger systems, um, societies or cultures. So basically it's just hatred against women. It's like the race version, but mm-hmm. for women, right? Cool, fine. Cool. Red pill. Red pill came from the matrix. So you know the concept of the red pill and blue pill. Red pill is the idea of understanding that you live outside of the world, you see outside of the box. So you see the world for what it really is. Blue pill is what would have happened if, um, was it Neo that if he didn't decide to take, to the, take the pill, red pill and then, yeah, yeah, he would have just, Go back to everything he would have just the... stayed in this realm and not been able to see the true realities of life. That's where red pill, blue pill came from originally. In the space of gender relationships, red pill is believing concepts like male oppression and female 
hypergamy. Hypergamy, yeah. Um, so basically it's just the idea that um uh men so yeah, Andrew Tate is actually the perfect red, red pill content creator, to be honest, on paper. It's the whole idea that men need to step out of reality and understand what their role truly is. So, you know, Andrew Tate talks a lot about men being told to be more emotional, express your feelings, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, no, that's not what men are supposed to do. Society is trying to make you something that you're not meant to be. So it's the whole idea of men being oppressed and them needing to understand that what the world is trying to tell them is not the truth, that this is what it is. Don't forget that. Um, and because that's normally the, because that's the message and it's highly sur- uh, based on men being like, masculine because a lot Mm -hmm. of the criticism Andrew Tate and others get is it's toxic masculinity but on the same front it's the idea that men are superior women aren't yeah so that's where that whole women are there to uh women should be cooking and cleaning for their man but they shouldn't really have a say they shouldn't like that rhetoric is red Mm -hmm. pill rhetoric black pill is the reason why you might not have heard about it is because that's where inceldom comes in. So a little bit of history around incels. Incels was actually a group, a, a term coined by a woman in the 90s. The reason why she coined it was she was looking at or studying um, people in society who feel like they have low status or they're unattractive, they can't, involuntary celibacy that's what it stands for they just merged those two words together and came up with incel so it actually the group originally had men and women in it then it died because she had like a whole forum online or whatever Mm -hmm. that forum died then it got picked back up by men right and then that's where black pill comes in so their mindset is the black pill mindset right where they believe that there is little to low status or um, they believe that men who are unattractive have little to no status. And it's like their, um, their aim is to improve their prospects for romantic or sexual relationships with women. That's what it was meant to be. But what it's turned mm-hmm. into is like misogyny mixed in with um, this idea that they're unattractive, they've got low status. So now they hate women because of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. incels have a, like they, there's loads, there were loads of forums. There still are loads of forums on the black internet. You can't just Google a forum and just get into it. It's a very close knit almost group you've almost got to prove yourself to be one of them for them to let you in yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um reddit really pioneered the movement because again reddit is like it's like x formerly twitter where people don't even have to have their real identity they just talk about what they want to talk on there and then people mm-hmm. have like break off and make their own little communities within within in seldom that's what i call it within in seldom there's subgroups as well so like You've got like the Islamic incels, you've got the Christian incels, you've got the black incels, you've got the American. Like it's very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The real extreme ones actually plan things like femicide. 
Right. So in the past, like in America, there's been um, cases where these men have gone into public places and actually killed like massacre style groups of women because they hate them that much. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah, that's red pill. That's basically like, black cli- pill. sorry, black pill, cliff notes, black pill. Obviously online, people think red pill, incel. It doesn't work like that. Incels have their own pill. Do you get it? Like <laughs> it's two different things entirely. Yeah, yeah. But I can see why they make the link. What's the other word I wanted to define? Because I mentioned it. I mentioned um, the last one, hypergamy, just so that people understand it. Um, That's the tendency of women to try and marry up or in the Oxford Dictionary, um, the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or or educational background. Mm -hmm. So that's why red pill content creators or people that subscribe to the red pill mentality believe in female hypergamy because they think that that's the purpose of Mm -hmm. the woman to marry up. She's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So with all of that being said, yeah, the reason why I gave the meaning of the word is to kind of help you frame where my mind is going with this. Mm, mm-hmm. There's not enough information for me to hand on heart, say and believe that this is a femicide attempt, successful one, one, because we don't know the intent or the reason why he did it mm-hmm. until we know that. I can't say that. Again, I can see why they've linked Andrew Tate and Red Pill because normally the narratives or the content that we get from red pill um, content creators, because it's highly around female hypergamy and that feeds into patriarchy, it can come across like it's misogyny. Some of it is damn right misogyny when you look at like fit and fresh. Um, Mm. And therefore, given that we know misogyny means the hatred of women, yeah, I can see why they make that link, especially if they Mm. think that this was an act of femicide. But unless I'm able to say it's femicide, I can't make that domino effect Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. case. However, case aside, in general, since I am on social media a lot, gender wars, I think people need to be guided because there's younger men and women looking at what we're saying. And to them, it's not just a conversation on X or a conversation on TikTok and then you close it up and go about your business. You're probably saying men are trash while you're lying in bed next to your man or you're a guy Mm. chatting shit, but you've got a girl at home that you're being a simp, quotation marks to, but you're talking women are shit, don't do nothing, they're all hoes, blah, blah. Mm. But you're Mm. there with your babes, buying her flowers, taking her out on dates or whatever, but you're not saying Mm. that. It's more than that. This is There's young people looking at these things. Sorry for my long spiel, but there's young people looking at these things and they're believing it and they're taking it in yeah, and they're, they're being radicalised. Yeah. yeah. So I can agree with what is being said. I just can't say if this case is an example of that. Yeah, but that's how I feel though. I feel like it's everyone's seeing something highly emotive and then they're trying to make the shoe fit the mould when... That's uh, that information has not been presented. I, I don't even know if they're trying to make the shoe fit the mold. I think people have concerns, right? Mm-hmm. And the concerns are very valid. Yeah. And because they have these concerns, anything that remotely looks like it, they just automatically assume that that's what it is. There's a lot of people online talking and they're not even educated on what they're talking about. They're just forming opinions. Um. 
And that also is dangerous, 100%. Yeah. But I don't think it's more dangerous than actual femicide, actual misogyny, actual... Um, I kind of actually think it is because I think... Nah, it, nah, 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 it, it, it I can't think, be. I think that... I think it that can't it, be it, more dangerous presents, than hating a whole I think it gender. Itself. No, because what it does is without the, without the facts... Mm. It attributes this. So, for example, you know, you sent me obviously a few screenshots from yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. X of yeah, the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, had I have found that same information organically yeah. and read it, yeah. then it would attribute those qualities to this act, whereby me personally, I would have never linked the two. So, now it's another significant action. It's kind of like the Twin Towers being. Uh, taken out in whatever the year was mm. and if nobody said anything about terrorism you wouldn't assume terrorism you'd be like oh my god like what happened those planes just flew into the building maybe something was wrong with the nah, pilot I don't what? think so you and, know and I then think... you and then you get to the point of evidence and truth yeah but if you don't and people just say oh it was terrorists it was people from this terrorist group then that's then then the evidence that comes out later it, it almost doesn't I hear what actually measure up saying, to the, the truth. I hear what you're saying, but I still don't think that that is worse than actual hatred for women to the point where you're killing them. Okay. Yeah. Do you understand so the, me? The only reason why, yeah, the reason why I'm so saying it's the, worse in, is because the, it can the, breed in, more of it. I think it will breed. I think truth. it will. I think it will breed it regardless. I don't think people that, talking about. I don't think people having outrage mm-hmm. over the potential of over a potential act of it takes away from the fact that it is happening. So this is what I wanted to comment on when you said it. So you said without being um, unempathetic to the family that have lost a 15-year-old child, yeah, Mm -hmm. that other people were killed today. In the UK, uh, yeah, there might have been other people that were killed today. Fine. In London, probably not. Because this year alone, they've only had 15 murders or death or of like like 15 homicide murders, manslaughter, do you understand? 15 mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. 2023 so far. It's a low number. It's a lot, but it's a low number. So in order to make that generalization, that's that's not the only person that was killed today in London or whatever, mm-hmm. I think is very, it's almost like we've, we've become, I'm, I was talking about this with my boy briefly earlier. It's like we've become desensitized. Like, oh yeah, it happens because we see it so much. We're like, oh yeah, it happens every day. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. true. That's not true. It's not true. So I think but the- But get so murdered every day. In the world, yeah, but not in London. If there's only been 15 in the, so far, in the UK, there's only been 15 murders. In London, this there's year. only been 15. Okay. Yeah. So to make that generalization, yeah, in the UK, in the world, that's a fact. People are born every day, but mm. people are not killed, not a big number every day in London, let alone the UK. Last year, I think there was something like, I did the research, there was like 400 and something killings last year. In, yeah, in 2022, that means just a little bit over like one point something murders a day, mm-hmm. killings a day since there's 365 days in a year. So it's mm-hmm. so, and that's in the UK, across the UK, right? So when you actually look at the numbers for real, for real, you mm-hmm. can't say other people were killed today. You can't really say that. 
you get it? So I understand why when people see stories like this, especially when you're aware of that, and you don't just make swimming comments like that. When you're aware of things like that, you get to realise that, yeah, I can see why people are talking about this story and why this story is causing a lot of No, not outrage. really. Because if you scoot I mean. back to the to the point you was making about the statistics. Yeah. And I said, yeah, other people were killed today not to be desensitive to the family. Yeah. Obviously a comment. Realistically, that comment just means that a lot of people die. And you said that last year, 400 yeah, and something I, people Yeah, you passed. said, yeah, so, a lot of people so, so die. So the point is... A lot of people yeah, die. Yeah. You didn't say that, though. You said a lot of people get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm to, the just point. to correct you. So, so that happened today. Yeah. So what happened yesterday? We don't know. What happened yesterday, the day before? Yeah, we yesterday. People weren't stabbed yesterday. Which is the point. Yeah, which is the point. That is the point. If I say people what die every day, if I said more people, uh, other people died today... Yeah. That is the point. Is there's a reason why this particular person and mm-hmm. this particular narrative mm-hmm. has been lifted up to the point where we are talking about it as opposed are you trying to, say, to whoever died yesterday and the you, day before and the day before and the, the day point, before you haven't clarified the point that you're making to me if i'm going to be honest like the reason why that statement you made triggered me i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. the reason why it triggered me is because and i've said already it's almost like is your it's like a desensitized comment to make in that other pe- you didn't say other people have died today. That's a fact. Like I said, people are born every minute. People probably no. Die I said other people minute. are murdered today. Probably yeah. yeah. You said other people have been killed or murdered today. Either way, whether it's murdered or killed, it doesn't change the fact mm-hmm. that that is not true. In London today, it's not not true. It's not true. You don't know. You don't know that no one else has been murdered today. Mm. You don't know that. I don't know that, and you don't know that. I I can actually say that. Because we because another body hasn't been found or whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're right. But at the end of the day, we've still only had 15. Where are we now? We're in September of 2023. Only 15. Yeah, but you're people. talking about you're talking about only, London. Let me land in it because I let you land. Yeah. Only 15 okay. people in London have been killed so far, right? From January to September in London, mm-hmm. only 15 people have been killed. So, and that is a fact. As of the day, in terms of as of right now, yeah? Yeah. So, that being said, it's very, that being said, I think it's very insensitive to say that person isn't the only person that has been killed today. Because as far as we are aware, only 15 in the whole of this year so far have been killed. In London. This one in London. In, in London. And I don't, yeah. we don't know the stats. We don't know. I didn't even research the stats for how many people have been killed in the whole of the UK so far this year. Mm-hmm. Right. But so I just used last year's one. Right. And last year's one was yeah. like around three or 400 people. Right. Mm-hmm. Given there's 365 days in a year, if we were going to spread that across the year, that's one yeah, point something that's people. one person point someone yeah a day yeah a day right so that being said my logic is it's not it's plausible that this person was the only person that has been reported that we know has been killed yeah. today right yeah so the point of saying someone uh, there's other people that is a fact that other people have been murdered today we don't know but what we do know is one person was killed today let's just focus on the one person that was killed mm-hmm. today that, so what i'm trying to say is I, I get the point you're making but i think it's very insensitive to make that's why i tried to cut you off when you made it at the time and that's why i said people need to be guided in the way that they say it. i'm 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 saying it as your friend i'm not i don't i'm not saying no, that. I, hear you. Like, I, hear got, you. I hear you you need to be very careful 
And when it comes to talking about women as well, like I've said this to you before off camera as well, to be fair, mm-hmm. that I get it as a man, you're going to talk about it from a man's perspective. You're always going to support your bros. You're always going to support your guys, whatever. But some of the things that women experience is very real. And to you, it might seem like it's not that deep. I don't see it that often. So girls are just talking until there's evidence. I don't want to believe it. But some women experience these things in microaggressions or in smaller ways every single Mm -hmm. day. And then you hear a bigger version of it. Of course, they're going to be scared and they're going to speak from emotion when this is their lived experience. You get it. So I Mm -hmm. feel like people need to be guided. Like when, when... For me, personally, when I hear about men, like when I hear conversations around men, the increase of black men committing suicide, for example, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't try and minimalize minimalize that by making it sound like, yeah, other people kill themselves every day. Girls kill themselves every day. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Because I understand that for black men, that is a sensitive topic. So I have to be guided in the way that I speak about it. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm just saying to you, that and to anyone else listening to this, when it comes to talking about certain topics, about certain demographics, you have to be guided in the way that you say what you say. And you have to think about, you have to be sensitive. You have to be, you have to be. And when it comes to violence against women, rape, anything to do with any sort of misandry, patriarchy, anything about that, you have to be sensitive because this is women's real lives. This girl went to school today. Her mum probably dropped her off or walked to the po- said bye to her this morning, thinking she's gonna come mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. This young little girl had a had a altercation maybe or a conversation with a guy that she may or may not know, and she's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's a far reach for other women to hear of that and be reminded of little microaggressions or situations where men have been misogynistic violent threatening do you know what i mean towards them yeah and have these emotional I, yeah. feelings and i think to say that to, to kind of like make it seem like they shouldn't is unfair you know make it seem like like they shouldn't I do that say, like shouldn't do yeah because by you saying it's more dangerous because I said, I don't think it's more dangerous than misogyny itself. And you said, mm-hmm. nah, you can argue that it is. That mm-hmm. statement in of itself as well, Venom, to be honest with you, some yeah. women could hear that and be triggered by that. No, Are you I'm, trying I'm, to say I, that, I, our safety, I am aware. that our safety I'm aware that people is can not, be triggered by what I say. It's not more dangerous but... than, do you get what I mean? Like, the fact no. that, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to say that you. that is not more? But it's like, twofold. It's uh, twofold. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's why I said be guided in it. Like, just be careful mm-hmm. about the way that yeah. you speak about these things because mm-hmm. it's very easy for you to contribute to how women feel in terms of like as a like as a guy. It's very easy for you mm-hmm. to contribute to how women feel about how they are treated and how they are seen by men. When we if we mm-hmm. hear things mm-hmm. like that from men, do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, but that's why no, when you said when you said what you said, I was like, I have to address it because I wouldn't mm-hmm. be your friend if I didn't say to you that be careful in it because what you're saying mm-hmm. it could be interpreted like this. It yeah, could be seen I, and, like I, I'm, that, and that's that's what yeah, I'm here for. I'm here yeah, for the conversation yeah. because if someone mis- not even necessarily misinterprets me, but takes a hold of one aspect, we still need to talk about it because exactly yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. remains that. The conversations that I've seen online 
via X, mm. via the screenshots, mm. are very much about this misogynistic or yeah, yeah, yeah. that that discourse yeah. where that evidence has not been shown. It's uh, literally the altercations between a guy and a girl. Mm. And it's mainly it's the differences between who has instigated the violence that has obviously left it less led to mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. is the guy. Mm-hmm. So then it's been everything's just been washed under this umbrella, but we don't even know the ins and outs yeah, of what yeah, yeah, happened. Yeah, I agree and with to you me, there. that is very dangerous. Because I think... It could, whilst it's murder, murder is murder. Yeah, it is. Whilst it is, I think the conversations that are being had can be making this situation far worse than what the reality could be very trivial and not, and I've, just as, as bad, but yeah. the actual truth of it could be so trivial so, and just childish. I agree to an extent. I think that the people, the only people that this can be, and I'll be very honest, the only people that this can be very, 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 very harmful to isn't the men that are probably already radicalised, isn't the boys mm-hmm, that are already mm-hmm. radicalised, isn't the women that every day live in fear. Yeah. Right? Isn't the girls that every day live in fear. It's the family of that girl. It's the fa- I think it's two people. It's the family of that girl and the in-betweeners who are... In my opinion, the in-betweeners is who I'm referring to as the boys on the edge. And and maybe even the in-betweeners as the girls on the edge of of feeling that to to reject people in that way. Also. No, no, no. Do you know why? Do you know why I don't say I don't agree with the girls? Because I think women, we're taught from young to be scared. At the back of every girl's mind is sexual assault and violence. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I need men to understand that we we know that there's always a risk. It's the reason why when girls go out, they let other people know where they're going and who they're going to be with. It's the reason why every time a girl orders a cab or an Uber or whatever other type of on um, app-like um, cabin service, they have to do extra checks to make mm-hmm. sure that this person is who they are. It's the reason why they got to let people know for just using Uber, for example, the car registration of whatever, mm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's the reason why when girls start talking to guys, they are mindful of where they go, what they do, what they drink, how they dress, what they mm-hmm. say. It's the reason why when women go out and they come home late at night, they don't use... It's little things like not not being able to wear both of your AirPods in because you need to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Things like that. There are certain considerations that women have to make every single day that men don't have to make. And that is the fact of life. So mm-hmm. I, maybe it affects not just the family, but the, the guys that are not sure where they sit on this. Mm-hmm. But for women, it's very clear. Because it's always been like that. I went out on bank holiday weekend. I think I told you, right? I went out Mm -hmm. on bank holiday weekend with my girls. I was in the line to get into the club. And this guy slipped his hand up my skirt. Casually. Like it's nothing. To him, I'm just another girl that he can do that to. To me, this is the reality of being a woman. It can happen sometimes. Do you get Mm. what I'm saying? Mm. I'm talking about it very chill, but at the time I was very shaken because I was like, I can't believe it. I'm in my phase and I'm still having to deal with this type of thing or 
after the event, I was thinking, should I have worn that outfit? And I'm so grateful that I have male, the male friends that I have that were like, don't be ridiculous. Because they were able to reinforce my faith in men <laughs> at the time mm, mm, in mm. that not all men think that that is acceptable and not all men are going to blame girls, the girl for what she experienced, yeah? So I think it's so important. I, I, I've spoken about this before in one of our previous episodes where I said men don't truly understand. They look at things from a patriarchal mindset and I think it's not your fault. It's because you just don't live a woman's life in it. So you don't know what we're mm-hmm, dealing with there mm-hmm. today. You only know what we tell you. You don't know it from a lived experience like that. Mm-hmm. But that's why these conversations that people like us have are so important because you need to hear it. And you can't hear mm. it and be like, oh, it's scaremongering. Oh, it's the minority. No, no, no. It happens a lot more regularly than you think. It happens way more regularly in various um degrees to the majority of women that we know whether they want to tell you about it or not mm. from unsolicited um dick pics to men thinking that because they bought you a, a drink in a club that you're going to go home with him to mm. going on a date with someone and they thinking that because you went on a date with them that's giving consent to actually being in a relationship with someone and them thinking because you've had sex once that that means you can have that you're consenting to having sex with them at whatever will to do you know what I mean like it's it's so there's mm. so many things yeah that happen to women in just the realm of sexual assault that's happened to most women that they don't even like talk about on a day to day or or express so when we have conversations about women being victims of these things and you hear men saying yeah till there's evidence. Yeah, you can't just blame more guys uh, and conversations like that. It can be insensitive because a lot of women, more women than you would think, have been mm-hmm. a victim of some sort of sexual assault, sexual abuse. Same thing with aggression in terms of domestic violence. So whether that is um, being in a relationship with a, from being in a relationship to a narcissist, where you're dealing with psychological and mental abuse to all the way being a punching bag the Mm. um the spectrum is so wide but so many women can probably recount more women than you think can recount an experience they've had that is on that spectrum so again Mm. when women Mm. talk about it online and men try to reduce it minimalize it talk about evidence and all this other stuff other than the fact that a woman has been a victim of this injustice, women's response to that is, why are you trying to talk about everything but the problem? And that's why I said, when you know that whole comment you made about, oh, um, people having this outrage on something without even knowing if this is the case for this case mm-hmm. is worse than the wider topic that people are talking about is that that is more dangerous. That is that mindset in of itself is dangerous is what I'm trying to get at here because it just reinforces the idea that women already have and that they're not important and that men don't care about them. And that's where the cycle, and that's where the cycle is. So I think that I have already said based on definitions, me, I work on definitions. I like to make sure I know what I'm talking about. It's just a Mm -hmm. thing about me. I can't say right now today, as we're recording, only God knows what's going to resurface by the time we, put this out but right now as we're recording right now i can't say that this is an act of femicide i can't say that right Mm -hmm. 
But I can say that I do agree in general, putting this case aside, that some young boys are being radicalized. Mm-hmm. I can't, we know that this, the incel community is there. There's previous mm-hmm. cases already, both in the UK and other countries um, of femicide. Um, there's a whole organization that brings awareness about femicide and talks and, and yearly they bring out the stats for how much femicide um, cases there were in the UK, for example, mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's a thing It's a, and it's growing based on the data there's way more cases of femicide happening more recently in the last few years than they've ever been before and stuff like that. So it's an issue that should be, that people should be made aware of, be aware, it's a topic mm-hmm. that people have every right to talk about. I just don't know if that's the case for this case. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But whether or not it's the case for this case or not, doesn't mean that these people shouldn't talk about it. It no, I think they should talk about, about it, but they should yeah, be, not yeah. be talking about it off the back of this. Because no, then it they can talk about attrib- it. No, no. They can talk about I'm, it whenever. What I'm saying is, yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is it causes attribution. It causes this to be attributed as a femicide case For now. to those who read. Yeah. For now. And, until, and, until, my, uh, and, my, and my issue with yeah. that is people who are on the fence, i.e. Yeah. some young boy who's like teetering on becoming an mm. incel, mm. sees this and it becomes inspirational. To them, that's like, oh shit, one of the men then went and did it. Mm. He went and did that girl. Da, 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 da. Whereas if it wasn't attributed, then that that line of thought might not have happened. And there's plenty of other cases where they could be inspired, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but the, the, the point I'm saying today, is that's the point for and today. As of and today, that inspiration affects people to, from today. Yeah, so if they but got then, inspired tomorrow, then that could have saved someone's life for not, today. If it's not femicide, I mean, at the time we're recording this is evening time, unless whilst we were recording, another person decided to copy copy and do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. still I, f- I think that what you're saying is is equally scaremongering as the people that are trying to say that this case is an example of femicide. It's not equally it scaremongering. Is, it is, it is. No, and because, I, no, hold on, hold on, piece, hold on. Let me rationalize my reason for mm-hmm. saying that. Because until that's actually been done, again, you are putting an assumption out there. At the end of the day, un- right now, people have made an assumption, yes. By tomorrow, by the time this episode comes out, we'll get more information about the case. So people will be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? People will be put right as to what the story is. Kind of like, you know that, another example of this, yeah? Not this same mm. topic, but you know that girl that said that she got slapped in the face by a brick? Yeah. One day it was, can you see, guys are violent. By the next mm-hmm. day, by the next day, 24 hours, the same people that were like, rah, men are, can you see this? All the guys mm-hmm. in, that was in the video, how dare they stand there and watch her? Then it came out a conversation about whether men should uh, protect women in these circumstances. By the next day, it was, ah, oh, it was a fraud. Mm-hmm. The truth always comes out. So today, yeah, people are having this outrage. They can have outrage at any time. I'm not going to prescribe to people when they're going to have outrage on what what the catalyst of the outrage is. Irrespective, the issue that they're bringing awareness to should be, there needs to be awareness brought to it. Yeah, fine. But by tomorrow, if it's not actually femicide, it will come to be. And it will be on these same platforms that they'll be like, rah, so what, man didn't kill her because she rejected him. Do you see what I'm saying? Then there'll be a whole piece about you, that. And it'll be the same people that are talking now that'll be talking tomorrow. And unless someone decides to go and get a saw and kill another girl in within that 24 hours, 
Nah, because that's not how it works. So this is why I'm saying it's not fair, Mangrim, because when these conversations come up and the red pill gets dragged into it and then you talk about people like Kevin Samuels and um, Andrew Tate and Pearly Forts, et cetera, mm. people doing, he didn't say something the day before yesterday and then these are the actions that happened today. It's a domino effect. People speak, mm. things happen, they make, mm. you know, every action has a consequence. It goes mm. on and then eventually a butterfly flaps its wings here. Mm. There's a hurricane in Japan mm. is the saying or something like that. Mm. So this action, just because there's not something happening in 24 hours does not mean it has no impact on the people who are privy and who have not I'm just saying evidence. Like happened. how you like to call, talk about evidence. I'm just saying evidence, innit? Until there's evidence. No, no, I'm it, aware. I'm but what I'm saying is every action has um, a consequence. At the end of the day, people like Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, it's not one thing that they've said. It's And like you quite rightly said, it's a domino effect. It's loads of things that have been said. And what I'm saying to you is, the story is what it is today. The conversation and discourse is, is, is what it is today. This discourse is going to develop based on where the story goes based on where the case goes the conversation is mm -hmm. going to develop so the same way that there's a domino effect with what these people say and how it creates a monster is what these people are trying to say that's a narrative it's the same way that this discourse is going to have a domino effect based on the development of the discourse that's the point I'm making that's why I mentioned 24 hours because the discourse is going to evolve it's not going to stay as what it is evolve. today. It's going to evolve. And that is going to add to this domino effect. So if the if the discourse evolves and the truth comes out that it actually wasn't femicide, the discourse mm -hmm. is going to follow suit in that conversation. Regardless, bringing awareness to femicide, bringing awareness to the radicalization of young boys, bringing awareness of misogyny, black pill, whatever you want to call it, terrorist acts against women, mm -hmm. all of that, there is no right or wrong time to bring it up. And if people are bringing it up now, fine. It is what it is. Do you get what I'm saying? I think that mm. that cause, bringing awareness to the violence against women outweighs whether or not they should bring it up today, bring it up tomorrow, bring it up against this case, bring it up against the next case. It outweighs that. Because women are being killed. Girls are being killed. That's more important to me than when they decide to talk about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the facts are a boy killed a girl. We don't know why, we don't know his whatever, but a boy killed a girl. So if women want to talk about men inflicting violence on women today, fine. Because a boy did kill a girl. Do you get it? Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's just my take on that. I, I'm not saying that what you're saying isn't true in that, you know, and I've already said that I can't say myself that it's femicide, but femicide's happening in it whether it's this case or the next case it's happening so if people want to talk about it fair enough man because at the end of the day a boy did kill a girl today a girl and it was fatal she died so now we've had a violent act committed against a girl by a boy and she died so if people want to be outraged about violence against women and women being killed by men who may or may not be misogynist go ahead sis I, I get why you're having that conversation mm. I might not contribute to it on t online, but I get why you're having that conversation. For I'll the, never for the, um, I don't talk about these things online because I just don't want to say the wrong thing that's going to get dragged up later on. Do you know what it is? That's actually not even why I don't talk about them online. I don't talk about them online because it literally does nothing. Yeah. That's that speaks to what I was why. saying before already about yeah. people talking and doing nothing. But just for it the listeners, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to read some of the tweets that I sent. Um, sent venom and i'm gonna say yeah accolades to the boys today 
there are some men who want to focus on the wrong thing. That's what the girlies will say, and I agree. Rather than focusing on the problem, which is violence against women, they want to focus on everything but that. Yeah, there's men mm. that do that. You can call them misogynists if you want to. I'm never going to blame you because I don't know how you can't not focus on that, to be honest. Right now, that's the most important thing. But a lot more men are talking about the problem at hand and are saying what they are agreeing with women that have been talking about this for a long time. And I'm very impressed by that. So um, some of the tweets from the guys are, the murder of this little girl in Croydon is heavy on my mind. We have a huge problem with how we're raising boys to men in our society. Women have been saying this for years and each time one of them dies at the hands of a man, we have an uproar only to go backwards soon after. I will put them on the screen so that the people that said them can get their accolades, right? Um, then there was another guy said, this Croydon murder is absolutely sickening and it sounds like it was femicide as well. We have got a serious problem on our hands, especially with our young people. We can't continue to raise violent and entitled men and boys like this. We men must do better. Um, we've got... Um, no, that's one of the bad ones. No, that's from a woman. I don't want to read the ones from women because I don't want... Then we've got another one. The murder of that teenage girl is one of the worst and most disturbing things I've ever read. The real cost of this culture of online incel radicalization is the lives of women and girls. We are failing this country's children. I think it's fair to say that... Um. People are waking up to the to the fact that women are be are victims of these things. I just feel like we need to take it a step further and do more. Do you know what I mean? And it's quite interesting that some people are some people are hitting the nail on the head that it's incel might be incel them if it is femicide. Some of them are more talking about like adults doing better for the children and like raising them right yeah because the internet yeah because the internet raising our kids i feel like that's that's a pandemic of its own i mean that's the convenience of um of devices that's Mm. the that's the negative side of having such fantastic technology Mm. that's able to captivate the mind Mm. people would rather leave their child with an ipad than entertain them you know, I had I had to sit around tables filled with adults and listen to adult conversations because mm. there was not kiddies programs on TV when I was growing up. Mm. Now kiddies are literally left to their own devices and they find whatever they are interested in. Mm. But again, this to me is like I think some of the conversations, yeah, they they get passed on to these higher themes, but the mm. reality is is that we have incredibly violent young men regardless of their feelings about women young men are incredibly violent today mm, mm. and that is a problem before you then introduce oh his violence feels like it's towards women towards men towards olders towards youngers like the young kids are incredibly violent period mm. then you have the layer of there's people out there who are have the potential to influence them like the Andrew Tate's and whoever else nah, people we don't, don't know. I think and the I black think, internet. And I don't know. That. I don't know. There's, you know. there's layers to it. I, there's hundred percent. There's layers to it, but 
again, I don't want to move away from the topic at hand, which is the violence against mm-hmm. women. Yeah. So at yeah. the end of the day, there's violence against women and it's one of the types of violence. Yeah, that's right. But the fact of the matter is today, more and more girls are being killed at the hands of men. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I get it. Young people are violent, whatever. Some of them, you can say that they were violent anyway. Some of them, you can say that they were, they've been socialized to be violent based on what they see in the world, whether that is online, on TV, the music they mm-hmm. listen to, whatever. Um, There was actually, first of all, there's another podcast I just want to, um, that I listened to a while back because I listened to the receipts podcast and they spoke about incels a while ago. And uh, Tolly T mentioned a, one of the girls, her name's Tolly T. She mentioned um, this podcast called incels. And I actually when I listened to it off the back of it and it kind of, that's where I learned a lot about these buzzwords and stuff. That's why I learned. What is it incels talk, speaking to incels or is it just about incels? It's a mixture of both, actually. So this girl was contacted by an incel who wanted to share their perspective because they obviously they get a lot of bad press in it. Like (laughs) you hate another demographic, they're going to get bad press. Um, Mm -hmm. So the premise of it was to kind of like a deep dive into their mind and their world and Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really, yeah. So I would say if you're really interested in this, type of thing and I guess women tend to be interested in stuff like true crimes so I'm not surprised that girls are mm. you know listening to this type of stuff but I was very interested yep. to hear like I want to know I wanted to know like what is the problem like what is it why don't you like girls like what is the problem like mm. um so I listened to it so if you want to know a bit more about the, the incel world and how men are actually being radicalized because the incel that reached out to this journalist so to speak actually admitted that he was radicalized. And he said that he was an incel before he even knew what incel was, but it wasn't until he was, until he knew what it was that he realized he was radicalized. And he spoke about how he was radicalized and how he got into these spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe that's why, maybe because I've listened to that way back, that I, I've kind of got that in my mind when I'm talking about this. Yeah. The topic at hand is women women being victims mm-hmm. of aggression by men and hate mm-hmm. crimes by men. I don't want to move away from that. I don't want to talk about other other men men on men crime. That's not the topic for today. We can handle that another day, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But men are there are young boys are being radicalized. Young boys are being influenced. Whether that is by red pill um creators, their PlayStation the music they listen to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the what they read, what they see. That's it, the only thing I can't speak on is what they read. I literally don't know. I don't know what they read, but I'm just saying in it, like if they're on yeah. Reddit and they're reading what's on Reddit and they fall into the wrong hole and they go down that mm-hmm. hole. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like that is the issue in regards to femicide, misogyny, women being victims of not just violence, but even sexual crimes. Yeah. It's Mm. all there. Porn is the reason why women like porn has been heavily linked to, um, sex crimes, uh, sex crimes, sexual deviance against women. So, you know, Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, it's it's there, it's happening. We've identified it. People have had outrage about it. Now, what do we do for our youth to reduce it, to make it better? And it's really sad because in my research of this, a while back, um, there's teachers that have reported that they've seen boys in school showing tendencies yeah, towards. of hatred towards young girls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in school and no, they don't take it seriously. And I think this might be another reason why people have hold, held on to this story because it's a girl in school uniform, a boy in school uniform. So it's like, see, teachers are like, because I didn't screenshot some of the, all the tweets I saw today, but there was a tweet, there was tweets from like teachers that were like, but we've reported this. We've been talking about this. No one's mm, saying anything. Mm. It's taken for a 15-year-old girl to get killed by another schoolboy for people to be like, oh my God, mm. there's violence against young girls. We need to do more for the girls, right? So something needs to be done. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm glad that the conversation is happening. And I hope it's not another conversation that is here today and next week we're on to the next because that's what happens. That's the bit yeah, that I irritates mean, me. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it only because, unfortunately, the information broke and not all the information was present. So mm. for that reason is why I feel like it will kind of be here today, gone tomorrow, because I think as as more comes out, it may not fit the narrative possibly and if it doesn't fit the narrative, then it will just... What narrative? The narrative that is like some kind of incel type situation as opposed to... No, I think just like the brick lady that got supposedly slapped in the face when it, when people found out that that wasn't the case, that was discussed. But it doesn't No, I'm take... not saying it wasn't discussed, but what I'm saying, saying is a lot, a lot less people will probably know that, that the, the lady with the brick face was actually nah, lying. No, 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 no. Because no. it was definitely reported on on them main blogs, boy. Just like I feel this will be reported on their main blogs. And the people that pioneer these sort of conversations, like, for example, like Kalechi Okafor and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. who are relentless, relentless with reporting on these type of things, yeah? The people that want to, the people that are outraged will follow the story. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. so and I, and but, yeah, but I, I how think, many people think, are how many people saying, are genuinely outraged? I think saying I think saying that if it doesn't fit the narrative, it will be forgotten. Even just saying that there's a narrative is kind of like oh my gosh, <laughs> it's almost like saying that there's a um, agenda, and there isn't an agenda. It, the facts is the facts, isn't it? That like, like femicide is very real. It will be spoken about. It will be a, oh, it wasn't femicide, cool. But femicide is still an issue. So guys, do you know what I'm saying? That's what it will probably be. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like Brick Lady, people are like, okay, cool. She's a fraud star, but women are still being attacked. That mm. doesn't change. It wasn't her. Yeah, I know. I think, I think the problem is, I think the problem is from the male perspective mm. is that makes the conversation lose more and more weight when you mm. have a woman present you with an issue mm. and then, then the issue is not what it's been presented as. Yeah, I can see that. And then the, and then the story carries on and then you're like, yeah, but that wasn't even the truth. Yeah. So then, and, the, and the problem is it needs to hold weight amongst men. It does need to hold weight again amongst men. And I feel I feel like, but you know what, saying that, yeah, I feel like the men that care will, will still understand that this story may not be it, but it doesn't take away from it. Oh, of fact. course. And they'll continue to write like, tweets. Yeah, but I think that, don't you think that's sad though? 
Because you know yeah, what? That's yeah, it. That I will feel, be the beginning and I, end of it. It's just a tweet. I, I feel like I feel like the same way that I went away and went and read the facts. Mm-hmm. Like went and looked at data. Went to find out. Okay, this is an issue. I want to know more about this issue. Um, how many women have been killed off the back of femicide in the last year? Mm-hmm. Um, how many murders have we had that's similar to this? How many? domestic violence cases do we have in it because I care I am passionate about women's safety do you get what I'm saying more men need to be passionate about women's safety and if they were and if if they were yeah the story isn't it potentially but there's plenty more examples where it was and that doesn't that doesn't negate I don't think yeah that doesn't um, negate from it. So I think what I think is people what don't, does being passionate people, actually look like? No, people don't like care. Knowing all the no, data, yeah. No, people don't care enough. Because for you mm. to tell me that this one story is enough for people to be like, ah, oh, yeah, but there's another example of it not being true, means it tells me you don't care enough. It's a, it's the same thing that I get on a lot of women get when you hear of a woman making an allegation of rape, yeah, and if we mm. find out that for some reason the story was tossed or the courts ruled that it never happened or whatever, even though we know that the court, the legal system is shit when it comes, sorry for my language, but it is when it mm-hmm. comes to this and rape is really hard to prove in court, right? And men would be like, women are all, I mean, women make false allegations all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Men that care or people that care would be like, okay, this story might be fake, but it doesn't take away from the fact that loads of women report it and it was true. And I think if you cared enough, you'd look at it holistically. You wouldn't just be so focused on this one story. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You would look at it holistically Mm -hmm. and you'll go away and think about it. I agree. Some people are just going to tweet it because they want the likes. They want the retweets. They want their name out there. And that's unfortunate. They just want to be a part of some kind of social... And I'm I'm not disputing that. But what I'm saying is, if anything, again, that just shows that people don't actually care about women and what we are dealing with here. And what I'm saying is more people need to actually care about women and what is happening here. It's more than just trying to be ahead of a story as a podcaster or trying mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be, to go viral or trying to have your five minutes of fame for the day on this discourse. Like mm-hmm. girls are dying. Girls are victims of assault and etc. People need to care more. That's my argument. I'm not disputing what you're saying. I'm just saying that. It's sad because all it does is tell young girls that we don't matter. We no one cares about us like that. That's what it says to us. More yeah. and more men need to do better in that area. More and more women need to do better in that area. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, I definitely hear you. I'm just trying to like rationally think about how how. How can it how be the, done? How the things, yeah, in the, the current cocktail? Because I don't, I don't particularly think that yeah. the current cocktail of what is society mm. promotes that either. No, because it I think, doesn't. I yeah. think feminism is very female exclusive, and the removal of men, and we don't need men to validate anything to do with us. But then, in 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 a situation like this, it's very much you need men to care about you and to have involvement think, in the female th- opinion. Yeah, I think that we've moved into a world that's very black and white and it's not gray enough. Mm. I think, I think I've said this before as well. 
feminism as it is today is literally the polar opposite of um, misandry and misogyny. Mm-hmm. Polar opposites, yeah? Just as bad as each other. When you, if you are, and I'm going to say educated, you will come to realise that what people are calling feminism isn't real feminism. Yeah, of course not. Okay. This is why I say that the meaning of words matter. People use buzzwords and they're not they're not thinking about the gravity of the words that they're saying or even what it means. Mm. Feminism, in terms of what it actually is, what the movement was actually supposed to be about, and I'm even going to remove the fact that I know that it wasn't for black women. I'm just going to remove that for a second. Mm-hmm. Just take feminism in its purest intention for all women. It's something that society needs. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the way of the world that we see it today is we've got men having an issue with feminism because they don't actually understand that feminism is really about the equality, not men don't mean nothing. And just because women are fighting for equality doesn't mean that we don't need men. Just because a woman is fighting to be educated and make her own money and be independent doesn't mean that she's trying to be independent of from men. She's trying to be an independent person. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. So if you have, if you are educated, you understand that to be fact rather than what the propaganda is around feminism that men and other red p- pillars or whatever want you to believe. If you are educated in it, you'll know that, that whatever you are told online in terms of radical feminism or whatever this thing that they're calling it to be is, is not true with feminism, then you wouldn't even make the argument of, Feminism means that you don't need men. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Feminism is fighting to be equal to men in terms of what our rights are, human rights are. When you know that, then you wouldn't even make the argument. Do you get what I mean? Likewise, mm-hmm. from from the other perspective of what how women talk about men, and I've said this before as well, if all day, every day you go on about men are monsters, men are trash, men are wicked and bad, men are evil, men are this, that, and the other... You can't, you're going to say that all day, every day. That's the opposite to, to what men say about feminism. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That's misandry. It's just as dangerous. You can't then be upset if the men view your views of that as extreme. And do you know what I mean? And try and defend themselves. So we've got a society now where it's so far left or far right. There's no people in the middle that are able to look at it and go, uh, a little bit of that makes sense, a little bit of that makes sense and look at it holistically and look at it from a realistic Mm -hmm. perspective. That's the problem. So I agree, as society is today, I don't think it's possible for this to be, it's not going to change anytime soon. Now I'm going to put on my rose-tinted glasses or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know me and my ideal, ideal world. In an ideal world, people would be educated yeah. and be guided when they talk about these things. And people will actually care and see it as more than just, I'm trying to go viral because I want to make money off of social media. Mm-hmm. And people will care enough to go and educate themselves and have actual constructive conversation about it. And take the step further to go, okay, we've had the conversation all day, now... Let's use our creativity to make the world a better place. We're not there yet as a society. We may never get there. Who knows? Maybe not in our lifetime. We'll never get there.
I'm shouting out Cozy Chats again, yeah? 14th of October, yeah? Your girl, your home slice, Dami Zane will be a panellist on the show, okay? We're going to be, it's going to, the topic is about the game. If the game has changed, that's that's the title, yeah? Has the game changed? Off the back of the film, Boomerang. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna link it all in the description on all social platforms. On the screen right now, you can see the promo codes. Dami's got a promo code. Can you believe it? Dami's got a promo code and I'll for the ticket for discount. It's on the screen. Yeah, that'll be in the description as well. If you want to see me talk my talk in real life. Yeah, you might even, if you're man them and you might want to see what this girl actually looks like. She, she's always talking about that she's a baddie and that she's, you know, conventionally pretty, that she's got bum and she's got breasts. You might want to see it. Not to put myself out there like that, but you might want to see it. Yeah, cool. Buy a ticket in it. Come to the show. Buy a ticket. Come to the show. Venom, are you coming? I'm actually DJing that day. I was hoping you wasn't going to say it because I got a sweet 16th on the 14th. I literally just opened up my calendar to check. I was like, how do I even put that in my diary? And I was like, oh. Let me not talk. Don't be like my co-host, innit? Support your girl. Come to the show, innit? Like, obviously. Otherwise, mum would have been there. It's whatever. It's whatever. Come to the show, innit? Um, representing Unpicked, Unpicked Podcast on the night. And of course, the thing is that, the thing I like about this is, it's not just the panellists that talk. They throw the, it's a conversation between the audience and the panellists. So you might have some things you want to get off your chest that you might want to somehow mm. fit into the conversation at hand that you might want to throw at me, bring it on in it. I'm ready for you. I you might have scared. beef with her from another episode that you just... <laughs> Where she said something wild, didn't it? And you might be like, this is my opportunity to say something to her. She's, like, she's here in the flesh. Come I don't care. You lot talking about Promo. boomerang. Get the discount. In. <laughs> Get the discount. Come to the show in it. Come to the show. So yeah, I'm going to shout them out until the event is over. But no, really and truthfully, I really do think that this platform is a good one. It's one that I wish that I thought of myself, to be honest. Um, and it's kind of in line with some of the things that Venom and I are looking to do when we do have our live show. So I guess it'll be good practice for me, but do come through, yeah? Come through. Also, if you're single, come through because they like to do this mingle bit in the middle. You never know, you might find your way mm. there. Just saying, innit? I'm pulling out all the stops to try and, you know, get people to come. But yeah, come in it. Cool. Um, let me close up since you started. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. If you are new to the show, please, please, please. If you're new to the show and you enjoyed, yeah, you didn't get triggered, yeah, um, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Let us know what your thoughts and feelings are about what was discussed today. Um, We've had people send us emails. You can do that too. Everything's in the description. Um, Listing platforms, please, five, four to five star ratings. I'm seeing the ratings go up. But I know there's way more than more than that. That listen every week, yeah. The data doesn't lie. It tells me repeat listeners, new listeners. I've got it all. So the repeat ones, it's not correlating. I'm not. You're coming every week, but you're not putting five star, four to five star rating. It's not making any sense. Please, four to five star rating. It helps us to go further. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for almost two years now, and we need your support to, you know, catapult us to the next level of what we're trying to do. Okay. It has been Dami Zane along with Venom. We hope to see you next week. Until then, peace. Peace.